0: But nature's strip He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth length in front. Can he do it? To Turquoise. He's flying. Yes! There's history. But this is a blitz. It's a Wiggs blitz. Two in a row. And
1: she joins the all-time
0: greats of the turf. Wiggs as well.
1: Hey there Mugs, it's that time of week again, you've got the mugs in your ears and i have joined with a, uh, well some would say an upgrade, others would argue heavily that it's a downgrade from the bean. I'm joined by Lloydie, mate, how are you?
0: Yeah good Moz, Uh, obviously uh, always a bit of fun on here with you blokes, so yeah buddy, get rid of bean, upgrade, downgrade, whatever you want to call it, I'll probably skip nine seconds like I have the last six weeks, so yeah, nothing new there
1: mate if you took nine seconds in the bedroom you'd be uh, definitely an upgrade but we're definitely. back we're back for group one yep. racing and it's Oaks Day mate but uh look we'll have a bit of a, a chat about last week because you you did have not a bad day you picked cucko racha uh it was a bit of a futures play for you in the derby mate so mm-hmm. it's nice when a plan sort of comes off like that isn't it
0: well, that's it. I reckon it'd be about the first futures bet in God knows how long that's actually got up. So uh, that was always nice to to have that one sitting in there for a while. But yeah, it was a it was an interesting afternoon. Started off pretty well with profit in the first. The money came for it too, and I thought, oh, here we go. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna tip the card as you do when you back the first winner of the day. But um, it was slim pickings for a while there. But yeah, Kukaracha just suddenly um, helped in the Derby. Yeah.
1: That's it, mate. Well, you you dragged us along a bit because, well, I think the amount of times I've been on Vega One, I've uh, I've lost count. That's how many. But the one that matters yeah. is yeah. the the ultimate gear change, and it's well, we we sort of we put up a bit of uh, a bit of posts there throughout the week about the Stradbroke sort of field. It's it's really sort of dwindled out, and I mean, Vega One's your favourite mm. now. Um, what beats it?
0: Well, that's off. Off that went on Saturday, you you're gonna have to be pretty good to beat it, I reckon, eh? Hey? And gonna drop drop weight from weight for age back to a handicap and I haven't seen exactly what he's got, but he'd probably have fifty three or fifty four, you'd imagine. Um yeah, he will be really hard to beat. I thought I thought Victorum was a pretty good run in behind, uh, just sort of when Jamie took that run on Vega One, Victorum kind of copped a bit of a bump from it and hindered its momentum, and he picked himself up all right. Loves Eagle Farm, loves fourteen hundred. So, if you want to shop a little bit of value, I think Victorum's one that you know, around that twenty-one dollar mark might be all right.
1: Well, funny you say that because I know you know this time last year, obviously coming in Stradbroke, those mm. were the two that were probably um, not the Smokies, but they were a right in their genuine chance. Uh, and yep. this year, you've got. You know, obviously less of a field. So they're never probably going to be well, more well-suited to scalp a Group 1 um, no, than this Stradbroke. So good luck to him with you Listen, listening. TJ, I know you're listening, mate. There we go. There's the TJ cap, mate. That'll get us off to a good start. But, mate, we've got to move on. So for those Bean fans, don't freaking send us too much hate mail. Unfortunately, he's got a wedding commitment. And, uh, no, it's not his own, or so he tells me. Who would know? He doesn't tell me much. Um, but he's going uh, to chime in with Bean's Banger at the end of the show. So he might actually have a field day, mate, because he doesn't have to put any tips up. But we'll move on. Race mm. one to kick us off, mate. It's an 1800 meter contest under the BM80 conditions. Eagle Farm, mate. We're back there for another day. Now, look, there's a bit of rain, but it's Eagle Farm. We have this wind every week, mate. It's going to be a good track. Two meters, yeah. you're getting out. They were sort of, they were winning from everywhere last week. So I wouldn't expect things mm. to change too much. But the one that got away from us a couple of weeks ago, Prince of Aragon, absolutely canted in. You're getting $3.50 uh, in what probably seems, I mean, Salamade comes through that race as well, mate. I know you were invested that day, but nothing yeah. really must come to the party. Is it as simple as that, Lloydie?
0: Well, that's the you know that's the big question we've got to work out, isn't it? They're, obviously, those two are back from the two thousand to the eighteen hundred, so question marks around the dropping back in trip. But seller Maid's better suited at Eagle Farm. I don't think she's had four starts there for a win and three placings, so um, probably the time to get on. But um, look, there's there's a handful of chances here. I think sudden Swing traduce and in, incentivise all down the bottom. There they sort of put up a picket fence. Um, I found it really hard to sort of land on anything here, but one horse I've just sort of been following a little bit and big bad Bazzy notifed on as well. Uh, number six, Saffin, Look, got beat only, you know, what, three quarters of a length at Ipswich last start by Southern Swing. Uh, drops a kilo and a half, drawn barrier four. I actually think this horse is one that can go forward and put a bit of speed in the race. And it's um it's been knocking on the door for a while, up that little extra hundred metres, Twenty-one dollars. I think that's worth each way bets that you can have.
1: Yeah, there probably is worse, mate. And I've had a, quite a few of my time, so I've decided to go it's the short involved. way home. Yeah, short way home on the Prince. I mean, I'm just looking at that that race. Being the uh, the obvious form line, as you said, the drop backs the concern, but you know what sort of goes to a new level to to sort of match a jockey like Craig Williams. Yeah. Um, there's not much of a weight swing between Salomade and Prince of Aragon. I just think it, uh, it it screams a little bit the obvious and we unfortunately didn't see the screams a fortnight ago when it was that. Fingers crossed there's a bit of market support there coming into the day, which will uh, give me a chance yeah. to brag that I jagged it at $3.70 when I actually bet on it at $2 that it starts at, which would be great.
0: It, yeah. I think it's one of those races that if you, if you stay out of, at least you get a decent guide on how the track's going to play throughout the afternoon, hopefully, and use it as a bit of a learning race
1: yeah it's uh we say that most weeks mate and uh then we remind ourselves we'll, we'll have a bet yeah we're mugs and we have no self-control um right. look the next race we move on is the phoenix so this is one of those little let's pump a little bit of money in for the two-year-olds uh to get them up and about so 1500 meters is a bit of a bit of a tricky distance as well um, I guess the the lead-up potentially to the JJ forces can come through it well. You've got uh, Volcanic Rock, who starts your favourite. Uh, the Wallahorse, Cape Breton's going to stay down in Sydney. So my sources have told me, and that uh, sources is everybody else. Tutututakaka, Melody Bell's younger brother, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, look, last start. Came behind Tigerheart, who's obviously got some pretty good form on the board. So you certainly can't discount that Sunny Coast form. I know there's a little bit through this race. Um, And then, so the list goes on. You've got the Kendrick Yard, the hoisted card, mate. Even the Guy team, Kendricks. A bit more of the local players in here. But you've got Gay Adrian with the favourites.
0: Yeah, mate. Look, uh, Cuckoo Raja last week. Tutu Kaka this week, I think. Uh, I think the Kiwi... Uh, can win in his second Australian start. Look, his run, I I was on him at the sunny coast, admittedly, and uh, on face value, maybe a little bit disappointing. But went back and watched the replay. First horse beat after, uh, he sort of sat outside the leader. I think Tiger Heart led and uh, Tudor Carter
1: just
0: stalked it. Uh, It was beaten a long way from home and looks like it was going to run closer to last than first. But he really knuckled down late over the 1,400, got beat two and a half lengths by, by a pretty smart one, as you said. Quite um, Tavistock up to the 1500 or suit. and listening to Tony Pike during the week, he's um he sort of got it penned as a VRC Derby prospect in the spring. So um, if you want to be winning a Derby, you probably want to be winning a pretty average 1500 metre listed race at Eagle Farm on a Saturday.
1: Yeah, well the he's going to eat up the ground and and obviously onto bigger yeah. better things. Um, so it's it's a watch nonetheless because you you'll probably find that. That, uh, that murmur gets out that it's a Melody Bell's brother. Um, so the odds slash in. That's what we love punting for, mate. Just get on the mugs, mm-hmm. mail. Uh, I'm finding one that's second start here. London Bell for me for uh, K-Mac on board, Brian and Daniel Guy. Now, look, form one race, fifth start on a heavy 45 down at the Gold Coast the The thing that I liked about that run, watching the replay, missed the jump, um, had to weave yeah. through horses late, and was just really hitting the line well at the end. So, obviously, a horse um, Ifraj is the side, man. I'm going to have to start throwing breeding in with you on beans. He's usually the man to do it, but it's it's gonna, you know, if you're putting it in a race like this, obviously it's going to eat up the ground as well, and it's one of those. Two-year-olds, it's bloomin' now. Maybe win this, sneak into the uh, the JJs is a bit of a bolster's chance. So I just think there's not a lot of form on the board that we can uh, discount, you know, these sort of roughies on this kind of a trip.
0: Yeah, that's it. And I think well, it's a well, it's $125,000 race. It's probably a pretty yeah. disappointing field, really. Um, um, bit of a cash grab for a few of those lesser chances going towards the JJ. But... Yeah, I, um, I expected a bit more. I think the actuary might have won last year and it was a, it was a bit yep. the same, really. So they haven't quite uh, hit the spot there. Uh, whoever decides on the races, race in Queens, it'll be RC, but um, it's one of those chances gone begging, I think.
1: Well, it's just a... And it's one week before the JJ Atkins. So mm. they're either put this race in the wrong spot because ultimately yeah. you'd like this as a lead up and then you would have gotten the fields that you would have had last week. Or it's taken yeah. away from the JJ Atkins by having some of these horses target this race for, as you said, that cash grab. So
0: yeah, They'd probably fun. be better off putting it, you know, two or, two or four weeks after the Magic Millions or something like that, and yeah. give those horses a chance over the summer, the two odds to step out over out to the mile. But obviously, this time of year we got the the Champagne and the size, those main lead ups. So yeah,
1: yeah. But mate, as you said, we love to uh, comment on programming here in racing Queensland because. There's always room for improvement, as they love to tell us on Twitter and Instagram. Unfortunately, Racing Queensland don't take much notice. But who would they care, mate? We're not fans or anything like that. We're fans of Race 3, though, because Desley Forster, absolutely airborne, mate. Patchy Chase, how good was that last week? The bubble was officially popped on Ayrton. Mate, were you... Well, you didn't tip Ayrton either, but did you expect it to just win, or was it just a, a reality check for a lot of these snuff media journos?
0: Yeah, no, I I didn't expect it to win. I thought it was I thought it was good enough to win, um, and if the height was right, you know, I thought it should have won. But yeah, I you know we've sort of discussed it for a fair while now in our little uh, group chat that. Um, yeah we didn't think it should be favorite for a and you know it had to win had to win that race to even get a start so I must say I was cheering uh I you know I backed count the rupee and it was it was cast pretty early in the straight but I was yeah. cheering the other four runners that were hitting the line together with Edson to beat it uh yeah so it was it was good keep it keep the victory local and Desi's got the got the biggest patchy chase of Australia next week
1: how yeah, bloody good. Um, I'm just wondering, does it still count when you when you pot the horse but you don't pick the winner to claim that you, you jag the lay? Is that is that a thing in Lordy's oh,
0: book? Can you say you just laid the favourite?
1: Yeah, why not, mate? I'm not that why smart. Not? Yeah, mate. I
0: laid it at a dollar ninety you yeah. guilty.
1: Sucked yeah, you with their yeah. sitting ball out mm. sitting at the back on their uh, little laptops at the track. Got you big time. Yeah. Mate, we'll move on because this is what we want to avoid. The shit chat that Bean usually provides. We've got to upgrade, remember? You are the upgrade. I know. It's yeah, yeah there's a few people shaking their heads and turn off already. That's but, the time. but you've yes. got uh, you've got Bold Style who actually lines up the favorite uh in this race and look, hasn't really well, last couple of preps, probably hasn't brought that North mm. Queensland form. Uh, to the table but you 're getting four dollars forty, which is a bit of a shock in my view in my humble but you 've got a, a uh, well you got a list of really good sort of locally trained queensland horses um, and it 's the cutest race the gold jewel so again there 's a bit of cash involved here, mate, but you know you could i guess maybe four or five of these horses in their prime you 'd absolutely have some confidence jumping into uh, at these sort of mm-hmm. prices but that 's sort of what we got here it 's you know a horse like boom Sarah. Couple of couple of years, hasn't really performed to the standard we know. Machani Hustler in that same boat, mate. Red Chase the same. Yeah. It's the best of a bad bunch. And who are you picking out of the, the bunch?
0: Mate, um, look, you'd probably be able to sneak a little advertisement in here for Loretti Rosa, who we're trying to sell, obviously. Uh, we've got yeah. the 40% left out there for the mugs. But uh, to be trained by Tony and Maddie Sears, and the Sears, they team up with Rachel King here down the bottom with Red Bloom. Look, She's she's underrated. Obviously, she's nine dollar fifty chance. She hasn't really performed at metro level much before. She, you know, third behind Wednesday back in March, but her last start victory at Ipswich had KWT on board. Code fifty six and a half, won by three and a half lengths. Beat the Lioness, uh, one of Toby and Tret Edmund's horses, who I've got a bit of an opinion of. She's won a couple of nice races, and the form's been really good around her. So. Um, coming off three and a half length win at Ipswich over the 1350 um, stays at the 1300 here I think there's going to be a bit of speed on with Mashani Hustler and the like going forward Uh, various sticks just sit in behind Rach and finish over the top of them with Red Bloom
1: Red Bloom and uh, well speaking of plugs that's why we sit here in a, a great shirt there mate great beanie the Thank Mugs you. Packs, they're, they're going out like hotcakes. Um, mm. Don't forget our extravaganza next week Their Mugs, if you're listening. I know everyone likes to leave things last minute, so please remember to do it last minute. Otherwise, it's Lloydy, myself, and Bean having a pretty decent bar tub, which we'll take. Don't get us wrong. Mm. Um, no. But look, at another plug in, uh, you know, one of the biggest fans of the show, mate. I know, Lloydy, you listen religiously every week, but so does our, our boss man, TJ Golan. Uh, and he's actually expressed multiple interests to buy into Loretti Rosa. Said it was the worst day of his life when they changed stables for the beautiful Philly. Um, so I'm backing him in here with McEwen. So McEwen's one of those horses that only seems to win or do anything at Eagle Farm. So thankfully we are back at Eagle Farm uh, and just doesn't seem to go a yard in the, uh, with a cut out of the ground either. So it's a bit of, as I said, it's those horses that, have performed subpar, but I think there's going to be a bit of pace on with the Mashanis, the Red Chasers, the Boom Saras from the inside gate. It's going to set up nicely for a horse to run on. The key, obviously, with Eagle Farm is if they're doing that on the day. So that's the big if factor. But I think there's a bit of value in this race regardless. I'd, I'd love to sort of see the market now compared to come race time because I think we might have a bit of shuffling and changing and just excitement, mate.
0: That's it. Yeah. One of the races. Like, yeah, you can make, there's what is it? There's 10 horses and only two of them are out of double, out of single figures. So you really can make a case for every runner there, I think. And uh, good luck to you if you find the winner.
1: Good luck to you indeed. We don't need yeah. luck though, mate. We're mugs. No, race, race four, mate. We're uh, the Grinders Coffee Lightning Handicap. Um, Big shout out to Grinders Coffee. We do love it, especially with a bit of Canadian club. Uh, But it's a listed race. It's a 1,000 metres, and you've got Boomtown Lass is an absolute speed machine, draws at barrier 10. And then on barrier 2, you've got Dr. Zoo, or Dr. Zeus, depending on if it's winning or losing. Who's a bit of a speed machine as well from barrier 2. So they look to be Mm. the obvious pace in this race. But, again, you've, you've got a few sprinters here that can really turn up with a turn of foot. I know Tycoon Ace is one of them, and you're getting 16s. Hail Manhattan is probably uh, a bit more of a miler, but it's working pretty sharp first up. And you're getting 21s for a horse like that. So certainly a little bit of value. But, of course, you got Usmanov, who just had it on a platter there last start at $2.50. The big man at North on top, mate. Put out, put in. Put in, put out. What do you reckon?
0: Mate, I'm, I'm with the mare, Boomtown Lass from the outside alley under the boss man. Look, a couple of stats. First up, Six starts, two wins, four seconds, Eagle Farm, 10 starts, a win, five minor placings. And over the 1,000 metres, she's had two starts for two seconds. So um, but certainly lots of seconds there. Uh, but look, she she has drawn the car park, like you said, but she is also probably the the fastest horse in the race. I think she's got the best gate speed. She can cross and lead. And if my math is correct, she's got four and a half kilos less than Usmanov, who... I think it's the main danger off that win at the Gold Coast um, but pretty pretty tricky race. So I just thought at the the price discrepancy, I want to be with Boontown last.
1: Yeah, mate, I'm picking up what you're putting down there, and and yes, your your form and your math is correct. Four and a half yeah. kilos off. Um, it just she doesn't seem to run a bad race, does she? You go through a right. form, and you know I'm sure the the ownership group's pretty damn happy with six and uh, six hundred and forty thousand dollars in the bank, but a lot of those placings is within sort of one to two lengths of some pretty decent horses as well. So she goes on top for me. She doesn't know any other way than to go forward. As tough as they come, I think the four dollars is is pretty good. Um, Usmanov is just a lay due to the fact that Sugar Boom Needor outdid themselves at the Gold Coast and it just presented perfect. Um, I think Boomtown Last is a little bit more hardy than than those two, um, absorbing pressure and getting the job done, mate. So good to know that we're wavelength in here. I like it.
0: That's it. Yeah, good to see. Good to see.
1: I like it. And look, we we the spread boat before with a little bit of chitter chatter, mate, and the extravaganza. I'm gonna. I get paid every time I say that, monk. So I've got to keep paying, saying it and paying it. Mm-hmm. But the Morton Cup is a ballot free into the Stradbroke. So if you win this, you're in. Um, and you've got a few Southern horses, I guess, that are here to try and sneak into the big race uh, next week, mate. With Splintex, obviously, at $3 is a quality horse and, and probably gets it to suit here with Barrier 1. I do know, though, mate, when Varda came knocking last week, you were up and about cheering. How's your wallet? Still yeah. flat uh, <laughs>
0: that or how's that going? Yeah, you'd, you'd think I would have backed it, hey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Look, yeah, she was great really, wasn't she? Buddy, they, they uh, didn't did. know, but I think memories, she was 5s out to 10s. Yeah, look, obviously, like you said, ballot exempt for the strutty. I think if you're not nominated you've, and you win, you've got to pay the late, uh, late nomination fee. Uh, Splintex confirmed not starting in the Stradbroke if he wins. Um, right. straight to the paddock straight to the paddock for him. Um, Varda would be another one. I seems unlikely that a Straddy will be on the card for her. Um, just the fact that, you know, James Cummings is he nominated seventeen thousand horses in the in the field yeah. and she wasn't one of them and now none of them are in the final final NOM so unless she wins well. Um, Look, in saying that, I am with Varder again. I thought that win was, it was just too good not to sort of stick with, I don't think, uh, over the 1,100 at Doom and last start. She gets to Eagle Farm. She's another one really underrated. She's, you know, she's won six races and run second in another three from 14 starts and um, nearly won 400,000. Uh, 53 and a half kilos, Karen McAvoy on board. Bit of speed around by the looks of it with Splintex, special reward, probably Stampy as well. Um, yeah, I'm I'm happy to be with Sparta again around the four dollar five dollar mark.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting race because you're right. I do remember uh, Big Marky Boy saying that was the plan with Splintex, and it's still a Group Two. So no matter you know where you go yeah. from here, it looks looking good on the resume, um, one way or the other. And he's
0: a he's a stallion as well. So a bit of yeah. you know, if he wins the Group Two, that's his um, stud value sort of up through the roof. I think he won a Group Three two starts ago. So. Yeah, um, that seems to be what they're trying.
1: Yeah, I think he's uh, he's just a speed horse as well, and he just helps when he can can get that. Um, mm. I'm looking at one mate that's uh, that's burnt the punters a little bit the last uh, last prep. Scalopini, what do you reckon about Scalopini, mate? Is he going to come back and do something for us,
0: mate? Yeah, look, big fan of the horse. Um, you'd, you'd hope he would because he is he's a pretty good one on his day, and he loves Eagle Farm. I think just sort of. Picking up what Matt Hoyster was putting down last time I spoke to him, it seems the glasshouse at the Sunshine Coast will be the the main main goal with him. But um, you'd imagine if he can if he can win a Morden Cup and win his way into the Stradbroke 1,400 at Eagle Farm, that'd be right up his alley.
1: Jeez, mate. You want to pick up the names that you're dropping there or what? Um, <laughs> but look, I've got him on top. And that, well, that does bode me with a bit of confidence because you're you know, you probably don't push on to races like that too confidently if if the horse just doesn't perform first up. So mm. they've got to have him pretty spot on to do that. Yeah. And he's got a blinder first up record. Seems to just grow a leg at Eagle Farm. I mean, even last prep, his best run was at Eagle Farm. Um, and that's, that was a two-length fourth. And you've got, you know, Nick and Emerald Kingdom in front of him. So, yeah. you know, he can turn up when he, when he wants to. Thirteen bucks, not a bad little shout each way, but he's, he's one of those that's going to be flying home late, going to need the luck. Again, that Eagle Farm track, just hopefully the heavens are open, mate. The The grass is green. We're, we're still coherent enough to watch it by that stage and we can cheer a few home.
0: Yes, Chris. The other one, give a quick... Very quick mention to his stamp for stampy, whatever you want to call it. For yeah. months, look, it you know, it got beat point one, and it was a very close photo when it got beaten by Master Jamie in the Gateway back in December. That was obviously a ballot exempt race for the Straddy. It's clear that the Stradbroke they want to get a run in it, otherwise, I don't think they would have gone to all these ballot exempt races with it. You know, BRC sprint a fortnight ago. I think I think it's the one from Barry Four, and he's a, he's a tough-on pacer as well, so he'll be in it for a long way and probably get a perfect run at the $16 for those that want to have a little bit more of a each-way double.
1: Mate, we love exotics on this show, and the wider they are, the yeah. better they are, more to grip yeah. and rip on too. All right, mate. Well, look, it's quaddy time, and there's one thing we mm. know is bowing out in quaddies, but... This week's different because there's some good vibes here. We don't have bean mucking about, spraying people left, right and centre, mate. That that will happen. Don't worry, Mugs. But we've got a listed spear chief Handicap. 1,500 metres again. I don't think I've ever seen a race card with two 1,500 metre races on it. But anyway, that's a story for another day. Groundswell. Uh Look, last start, uh, mate, started $7.50 in the BRC sprint, that race that we just sort of touched on with Stampy. Comes up again as your favourite and pretty damn short as well. Um, and then, of course, you've got the Golden Raiders. I've just noticed that I think Goldie Fox is now with Team Edmonds. Edmonds, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Golan, what have you done, mate? Golan, what have you done? Um, so I'm not sure what's happened there, but look, it was, it was probably unlucky last start there and you get nine bucks. A horse that we spotted a while ago, East Asia, comes back up to Queensland there for Heathcote at 16s, mate. Um, it's a pretty big field, but I guess the market's with grand Swell because nothing probably takes it on in front.
0: That's it, mate. I, um, I sort of looked at a couple of ways to sort of get it beaten, but it's run, you know, it, it didn't, didn't lead and they went pretty hard in front of the BRC sprint and he's the sort of horse that if he gets that soft time in front, he does just win. Uh, you go back to the start prior, he won a listed race at Adelaide over the 1400, where he got exactly that. He just got it all his own way. Natural Willer, great front running rider. Uh, Barry Nine, and there's really not much else other speed in the race. Drops back to listed level from a group, uh, the group two or group three last start, which is big plus, 58 kilos. I'm, I'm prepared to say in a field like that, he's the best bet of the day at, at Eagle Farm. I think just jump lead and win. Jump um, lead
1: and win. All right. Simple yeah. as that. Uh, I should yeah. probably take your advice, shouldn't I? But I've just decided yeah. not to, cause I'm a, I'm a yeah. and That's just what I do. Yeah. I'm going to get back on East Asia. At the mm. same mate, each way. Um, I'll make a bit of a case and you can be the judge, whether it's good enough for you or not. Uh, but look, we first up, we're all over it um, in the black book, of course, in the mug book, from uh, from a while ago now in April, um, and then look went around at Ipswich. It's a it's a horse that's going to get back and run on. So Ipswich is never going to be its track. We we're just waiting for the day it comes back to Eagle Farm. Then they decided to send it down to uh, the Gosford, the coast, which probably you know wasn't well racing out of its grade there. I guess you could you could say, but comes back to the track which caught our eye. So been a bit a while since that run and of course Brandenburg's popped up and performed since so it could be a bit of back to the drawing board let's go with what we know um, and that's going to be a good track at Eagle Farm k on board, Heathcote doesn't get it wrong too often, except if it's with uh, Outback Playboy there during the week, shout out to your my runners yeah, so if they're yep. running on, if Ranswell gets a bit of pressure up front, could set up perfect, but it's a wait and see till uh, after the race, till I can brag about it, to be
0: honest, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's it, mate. That, that form out of the coast is actually pretty handy. Like, Brandenburg ran third in the uh, Doomman Cup behind Zaki. Yeah. Nudge, Nudge won the Pam O'Neill last start, or Pat O'Neill, whatever it's called. And I think uh, brutality that ran third was, I didn't see the race, but all reports it was a certainly beaten on Saturday uh, in Sydney. So, that, yeah, I mean, obviously ran 11th in that race. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> those, those, those three were the first three home, but um Suddenly, four lines. If you want to, if you want to call it that, they're there.
1: Mate, we'll cool call it that. Simple as that. I remember. Yeah. Vega won, mate. It uh, should have won the TJ Smith really on form through Eduardo. Yeah. Say. Yep. You can say. Tony, yep. once you get it there, mate. Mate, well, speaking yeah. of a uh, bit of wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's what you've got now. Nudge, mate, is one of those horses that you absolutely love to back, but hate to back because it doesn't win. And then comes out last week at $7 and blows everybody away who was all over, well, Yamazaki or Paradis, I think, were the two in that race. It is your favourite. You're getting a bit of value here, but it's five bucks a field. And, look, we had a bit of a chat off air. I'm not going to bore the mugs too much because you have to really get on your knees here and make a case for, I think, what you're backed in this race. Mm.
0: It pains me to say it because I think only yesterday I put in a Put in the chat, I hate that horse. Um, mm. And here we are, backing it. I nearly made it best of the day, actually. Anyway, can I play a little who am I game with you, Mog, Uh And we'll, you know, the pundits out there, you, the listeners, you can play along at home. So who am I? I've won two races in the past 14 months. They've both been group one mile races at Randwick. Been $41 and $31 both times. I like to eat pizza, drink champagne, and I'm a flea. Who am I?
1: Uh well until you said Philly, I was gonna back myself in there, but I think <laughs> we're talking about not again Toya.
0: Yeah, which it really concerns me that I've come out with it on top. But wait for age, mate, like you know, she's she's one of Doncaster at handicap level. She's even probably with fifty-seven kilos in her You know, obviously a much harder race, Uh, you know, beat home the likes of Colette, Nimalee, Odium, Graceful Gwema, Probabil, they're all proper group one mares. Uh, She gets in here with J-Mac, barrier four, on level weights with the rest of the field. She does drop back the 2,000 to the mile, but the mile's her pet distance. Um, Big Eagle Farm straight's going to suit, and she was peeling ground off, maybe not Varky, but the other two runners that finished in front of her in the Doom of the Cup last start. Uh, yeah, pains me to say it, but I think she's a great bet at the six bucks.
1: Yeah, it's it's painful to hear it. Um, yeah, I, I would have loved to hear it when she won the uh the Group One, you know, a couple of months ago at the, mm. at the Bolter Odds, but yeah. Anyway, mate, that's uh that's what we've got, isn't it? Um, it's one of those races, isn't it? I mean, this this is the lineup of, you know, Polly Gray is probably the the inform horse, um, and that's you know sort of saying something, but. One that's strung two together, mate. Rocha Clock. Um, a yeah. rock clock for those listening overseas. 750. The odds aren't too flash, but that's his field. It's super competitive. King on board for O'Shea. I just know this time last year they were really trying to sneak in the Stradbroke um, with the handicap for this horse. Didn't end up making the field just was too far down the uh, the list. So if you're having those opinions, um, you know, I have a three-year-old at the time of... Sneaking into Group 1 races to him. To I think there's a little bit of untappedness Still with this horse So good to see he's got it right I mean last start over the 1400 You'd think with a horse like that running on The 16 will suit You're right It's just a the wait for rage step up That a lot of these horses are probably going to find out Where they sit in the pecking order More than anything
0: that's it. Good one for the omen punters too, their rocker clock. Notice um, race jump time, 3.13pm, rocker clock, number three, barrier 13 to a 3.13 double up there. Mm. Okay. I'm lucky for some, I'm lucky for some number 13, but if you like it, if you like an omen bet, there you go.
1: We'll take it because that, that probably has more substance than anything else that we've said so far on uh, yeah. on the pod today. So there you go. Well, that's the advertisement for the week, mate. I'll see if I can dig it out, if I can be bothered listening to us again. Um, yeah. Mate, it's Oaks time. That's what we're here for. That's what the mugs Happy are day. here for. That's why it's, yeah. it's race number eight, because uh, people will usually switch off up until this point and switch back on, and then we uh, we jag them in for the last there as well. So, bargain is your favourite, mate. $5 mm. you're getting for bargain. Duwais is the, uh, I guess, the... Not the uh, uncertainty, but it's been, I think, 40-something days since that last start, uh, second in the, the ATC Oaks. Um, that's the question mark, obviously. Mm. And then you've got the Waller Army, and there's about 15 of them, so we'll, we'll skip naming them all. Um, pretty much, are you on the the Waller merry-go-round and spinning your wheel this week, mate, or are we finding something outside of?
0: No, nah, mate, I'm going to take the cash from last week with Waller in the derby and, and <laughs> run and Uh, steer clear from him this week not like i mean probably end up with egg on my face you know like you do every week if you ignore wallow he's got six in it um he's went from a one in three chance last week to about a one in four or one in five chance this week so uh, jokes on us but look two horses that i thought were the main winning chances joace and bargain um and it came down to really reasons why they can't win. And I thought, Juace, that's seven weeks between runs, barrier 12, 2,200 metres sort of first up. I, I, I don't know why she didn't race in the Roses a fortnight ago. I just thought that would have been perfect for her. Um, and so I think Bargain, the deserving favourite. I was on last start in the Roses. She flashed home uh, into second behind only words up to the 2,200 metres. She's got that little bit of extra fitness in her legs. Uh, I think she can be winning.
1: I think she could be winning. Mm. I've just had a look at Bargain's good form stats.
0: Uh, well, that's the
1: way. Yeah. But that's the thing. When horses sort of get to this trip that's their ideal trip, is it a matter of you just have to put a, a line through the lead-up runs that are obviously on good tracks because, you know, it's probably mm. going around at 50s that day knowing that it needs, you know, 2,000 plus? Yep. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. 'Cause uh I just I'm on bargain too, mind you. I just needed somebody yep. to remind me of that. Yeah, look what while well, we were there, mate, we were we were on bargain uh that day. Absolutely swamped home, a little bit of, you know, traffic in the run, which Eagle Farm's gonna have the hopefully the space for a horse like this just to wind up and put him away. Um it's just a matter of I guess the Waller Army and, and what horse sort of they think its turn is to win this week. So that's yeah. your obvious form. I think it's as simple as that, that that race, you've got your your couple of Waller horses and Bargain. Bargain just looked like it was coming home the best. Um, and, you know, that little bit of a freshen up, second up ultimately into this looks pretty yeah. ideal.
0: It was the, the perfect Oaks trial really, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, it's, it's what you look for every, every time you're getting to, you know, a Melbourne Cup. If you see something run home like that in a Caulfield Cup, you go, right, there's your Cup horse. That was, I think, the first thing I said to you when they went past the post was there's your Oak winner uh, last week. So um, hopefully we're right.
1: That's it, mate. Well, it'll be a good day out, that's for sure. And, yeah. uh, well, we're going to clean up and then we're going to come to the get-out states. So this is, a, this is a little bit of a cracker, mate. We've got a list of conditions, mm. 200K if you don't mind, for the winner. Uh, now, look, mugs, I'm pretty sure that this is actually why Bean can't make this week's podcast because Kisikano went back clock last start, put them away one at the odds of $5.50, which was way unders, but Hey, she got the job done. She's your $4 favorite here, but George's pride, mate, can't do a thing wrong. $4 no. equal favorite as well. Uh, rocketing by mate. We've, we're going to have to be close to giving up on that thing. It just hasn't mm-hmm. sort of, Struck up here. I don't really know if I can make an excuse for it. That's that's what I'm worried about, um, and I'm pretty sick of mass destruction as well because it keeps running bloody second. So that's pretty much my little rant over. We need to find a winner for the yeah. month. Last mate,
0: mm, mate. I'm, i yeah. Team George's pride. I think Des can Des can do it again. Um, that win last start was super, uh, albeit what five weeks ago now uh, at the thirteen hundred at Eagle Farm, but. She's had seven starts here for five wins, and lately it's just been that horses for courses track, really, hasn't it? You know, you, if you don't handle Eagle Farm, you're screwed. Um, she loves the joint. She's won five of the last six. They've all been here. She's um, three from four over the twelve hundred. Eagle Farm. Jimmy Burns had five goes on it for four wins and a second. I think that second um, was behind Miami Fleece or Miami Fleece, however you want to say it. And she's, you know, she's one of the up-and-coming stars in Queensland racing. Uh, Barry 13, bit of a concern, but I think she she just controls the race, doesn't she? And she wins.
1: Yeah, Barry 13, that is the question mark. Um, a horse that sort of comes through that, that Kiskano form line that I'm leaning towards, mate, Tremonto there for uh, mm. Johnny Field. Yeah, that's a pretty damn good name as a trainer. So, Johnny, will get up and behind. Second to Mabusha. Two starts back, which yeah. I think, uh, well, what would Mabusha start in this field after that win? It was absolutely mm. dominant. Um, and then last start, mate, four, four wide the trip. I wasn't on it that day, but that was the one sort of going through the form that probably looked the tougher run than Kisikano. Um, and just mm. from Barrier 2 this week, Kisikano will have to do the work like Georgie to get across there from Barrier 7. It can just sit, smoke the pipe, come out late and go, Mabusha form line. That's what it's gonna do. So yeah. thirteen bucks there in the last each way. I'm happy to have a dig at that. So mate, it's a great day. That's what it is.
0: It is, yeah. Look, originally I was a little bit disappointed by the card. I just thought it was a bit average, but sort of the more you look into it, there's a few um pretty tricky little races there. And hopefully hopefully you can find a couple at value. Hey, that's been around.
1: There's a bit around, uh, yeah, and you're right. It seems like one of those uh, one of those cards where obviously the Oaks is the attraction, but I'm looking forward from most of these other races to be honest with the the quality of the fields and the oaks itself yeah. it seems a little bit I't do know a little, Oaks are always a little bit boring, you know it's the the flavor of the month, young stayer yeah. that they go to Hong Kong and they do nothing after this sort of couple of weeks with the Derby and Oaks up here, so yeah, anyway. Yeah, Your better
0: better fillies usually sort of go around in the derby if they're, you know, if they're that high quality like Montefilia and personal, yeah. etc. cetera. Um, yeah, and I think when Waller's got six in it and they've all, they all take a turn each week at winning you, that, you, know appeal of having a bet in the race sort of goes away a little bit because it really is hard. You don't know what he's up to.
1: Exactly, mate. He's, he's doing something... Very, very right. Let's be honest, but uh, very, wow. very wrong at the same time.
0: We're in the wrong game. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're just we're just not close enough to Waller that he gives us his good mail. Chris, oh, mate, geez. send a message through. We'll send you a beanie that you can pick up. Save you thirty bucks there on the mugshop.com dot uh, now, mate, this is the segment that uh, everyone latches on for. So, just quickly, mugs. We had a uh, had a bit of mailchimp problems last week. So. Our Let It Ride actually won, but we'll do a reset. I'll give Bean a, a chance to go again with the Let It Ride. But this Friday, you'll get the mugs letter. You'll get the early mail. You get it all. Lloydie, Lloydy's a lock. Now, usually we give you a bit of a shout-out at the end with your lock. This week, you can explain it to the mugs and push them into the bet of a lifetime.
0: Yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to go race six, uh, number one, Groundswell. Uh, for reasons outlined a little bit earlier, I just think... Is the best horse in the race. He's top weight for a reason. Uh, wide barrier, not much of a concern. It'll get across, find the front, dry track, lifted level, uh, wind. Yeah.
1: Excellent, mate. I'm feeling some good vibes this week with our best because I'm going to race one, Prince of Aragon, Aragon, Aragon. Missed it last mm-hmm. start. I'm not going to make the same mistake, mate, but I just can't see anything popping up to, to beat it this week. Um, again, we touched on a few of those horses, come through the same form line. That's what I want. Race one, absolute send-off. And the big fella, the big beans banger, mate, he's just sent through. He's going to bookend the card with, uh, with Mozzie here with Georgie's pride on top there at the four bucks. So I think you'd like that bet to finish off the day as well, mate. Jezli's doing yep. something right, so it's hard to argue with, uh, with form that's on the board. But three good, solid bets. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Nice little, maybe a little all-up, little place all-up. Oh, stop it. You're getting oh, this excited now. It. Getting this
1: so excited. <laughs> mate, well look, that's uh that's all I've got for you this week, monks. Uh Lloydie, anything that you need to add around the grounds, mate, life life in general this week. What's getting your buzz on?
0: No, mate, not much really. Uh I think what I went nine days away from the strutty, so it's, uh, one of my favorite races of the year. So looking forward to that. Uh but yeah, and of course the uh, the mugs, extradi Gander, get your tickets, mugs. Come on, buy uh, a horse, buy a ticket, do it all. Get involved.
1: We're a bloody we're a bloody one-stop shop, aren't we? We do it all. Yeah, you know, we do it Man- all. Mate. Imagine if we gave good tips out, we'd be unstoppable.
0: <sighs> but, uh, our TV show.
1: Yeah, well that's it. Uh, racing.com, if you're watching, maybe you'll hire us. Cause I don't seem to uh, get along too well for some reason. Yeah. Don't like the split screens, obviously, uh, mate. Well, thanks for jumping on. You've uh, you've done well. You've held yourself in high regard. Hopefully, you led the mugs into uh, a few winners with your train of thought. That's all we can hope for. Thanks for listening out there, yes. mugs Thanks for having me on. Cheers.